1: hello everybody happy friday to you may 14th 2021 you're listening to kentucky roll call roll here on big X sports Go. radio 96 1 fm fourteen fifty a.m pj walker nick roush justin kalen here on your beautiful friday morning hope you're having a great start to your day and your weekend and uh, we're here to talk some sports and a bunch of nonsense nick roush how are you buddy
2: i'm doing well this morning uh had a big day yesterday, very big day, and Friday feels a little anticlimactic. Like I don't, just I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do today. I don't know. Maybe- why,
1: why, why, why does it feel anticlimactic? But why, why? You sound a little down in the dumps for somebody that uh, had a big track night. It's Friday what's wrong
2: no it's just like i had so many things to look forward to on thursday i got fitted for golf clubs so i'm getting new clubs I mean, that's very exciting but like today like today it's just it's just work and then yeah i mean i guess it's the last day of work but i have no plans so maybe i just need plans or something to get get myself fired up
1: what's eating gilbert grape starring nick roush Jeez, cheer up buddy justin how are you pal hope you bring the energy
0: I'm phenomenal. Yeah, I was telling Roush before we got on air. I got about eight hours of sleep last night, so that dream of sleeping in this morning went by the wayside. Woke up in a good mood, ready to go. And unlike Roush, I am pumped that it is Friday. It is. It's a great day. Fridays are great days. I get to golf today. Um, Roush, you just got to find something to make yourself look forward to on on this day that you're so down about. Yeah, Roush, you can't you
1: can't go living your whole life so miserable, buddy. Cheer up. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll cheer okay, good. good. Uh, so did, did the track, was it popping? I mean, couldn't ask for better weather, literally.
2: Oh yeah. It was great crowd out at the track. Um, you know, didn't have any, I, I, I did the, Ooh, I won one race. I'm feeling good. I think I'm going to win all of them. And I did not, um, but it was still a great time. Uh, Duke stayed in a stroller for most of the time. So I didn't have to just chase him around all night. Um, yeah, it was great. It was, it was a lot of fun
1: good happy to hear it and then justin you said before we got on the show you're betting too
0: yeah i was uh i was doing some show parlays nick you won that first race you must have went with the three good looking horse there yeah i hit that show parlay got up to the fourth race i started with ten dollars i had like 45 and then i lost it
2: the fourth race was the big like 60 horse that screwed everything up
0: yeah that's the one yeah. that screwed me you <laughs> yeah. also, uh, that was your... uh,
2: i also did the thing too. Where I felt like I was colorblind, but it's just the television screens are not the highest of quality in the paddock. And the number five color is a, it's like your Say Next green, TJ. It's your very normal kind of green, whereas the number nine is a blue green. It's like a turquoise. And I thought the five was in front, and I hit a big exacta, and it was actually the nine. And I even had somebody cheering me on, like with me that thought it was the 5-2. And I felt like a real big dummy. Real big dummy.
1: Wow. No wonder you're in such a bad mood. I understand that now. <laughs> pretty pretty were, humiliating.
2: Yeah, egg on my face, man. Egg on my face. But hey, you so can't now, be mad tonight night that beautiful.
1: Was there like a moment at the track where everybody simultaneously like ripped off their mask and started spinning it? in the air and then you'll have like a big mask burning at churchill downs
2: we said and then we started singing celebrate good times come on and then hey. uh the women started throwing their bras off too it was just a massive clothes so I'm burning glad, festival I'm,
1: I'm glad you got the reference that i was alluding to yes. thanks for really hitting it on the nose trevor
2: no i'm just saying they did that too like damn it dj i was trying to play along and
1: No, but like you didn't need to say it. That was obviously the reference.
2: Well, what if I wanted to say it?
1: Well, you did, and you did, and now look at where we've
2: gone—down a weird road. Uh, But really, did
1: everybody have their mask off and having a good time?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you know, I think people had them on when they were buying tickets, but that was just about it.
1: Well, we Um, don't need to wear them anymore.
2: Right, right. We got that. We got the call. Uh, I think Bashir's office said something along the lines of yeah we're gonna act we'll 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 prepare something for a press conference that's gonna classic krc curse 10 30 this morning uh but it sounds like that it's going to be uh mass off
1: (laughs) i was out on the golf course yesterday and i'm not a uh i'm not a member at the place i was playing but they all got like text messages i guess from their system whatever and it was just like mask no longer mandatory indoors outdoors on the property and like you didn't hear you didn't hear a roar throughout the golf course or anything but like around the (laughs) around the clubhouse people were like that you did they were like don't have to wear them and like high-fiving and stuff like that i can just imagine
2: it's like tiger at augusta and you just hear it from coming across (laughs) the
1: course (laughs) yeah you've got uh broadcaster being like oh big roar from number 16 i guess they took their mask off <laughs> we'll have to get Dottie over there for the live coverage um no it, yeah so that that happened yesterday i know some places are still going to make it mandatory but cdc and science say it's okay take that mask off assuming that you're vaccinated of course we have no idea how people are going to be able to tell who's vaccinated who's not vaccinated but just to, sp- to spin this back around to sports. Hopefully, this means 100 percent capacity this fall. Roush, you would think it would. Uh, you know, the way
2: things are going, I I was always going to be hesitant, just because uh, I I could I I could see there being some sort of dancing around, wanting to just go all in by Mitch Barnhart. You know, Mitch Barnhart, he he's never rash in anything he does. He's going to wait. He, he plays the wait and see game late. It's kind of like Greg Sankey in that regard. So whereas other schools were coming out and saying, we're going to be a hundred percent capacity by God I was not surprised that Mitch never said anything. Uh, I, I I thought he would remain tepid, but at this point I do think we're just going to be hundred percent all around. And if you kind of like what we talked about after Derby, it's like, if you feel like it's too risky, then don't go. I guess yeah. it's your, it's yeah, your no. choice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That, that that seems like that uh would would make sense but it's just we are in you know there could be i guess theoretically another spike there was a there was one last summer which i guess in the grand scheme of things it's funny about those charts you see cuz you don't you don't really know like last summer during the spike that that kind of paled in comparison to the fall spike um so in hindsight it wasn't as large as a spike in the summer so i guess things could change over the next couple months but with where we're at, the restrictions or lack thereof that are coming down the wire these days, anything less than a hundred percent capacity would be a little surprising. I, I won't say necessarily disappointing. I guess we'd have to see what the how it's all shaken out at that point. We need to see the details and the facts when it gets to that point. But I'd be surprising, I guess I, I would say. And uh, either way, I'll I'll have my tickets and I'll be at the Kroeg. It's not going to be. It won't be 50% capacity, Roush. It wouldn't even seem like it'd be 75% capacity. But I think we're trending, and I think it'd be, uh, like I said, surprising if we didn't have full stadiums. And Mm -hmm. that'll be good. That'll feel good. And uh, I know that places have already had large capacities. Obviously, Churchill Downs, uh, Cowboys Stadium, and I know concerts are kind of starting to get back up. I couldn't help but think yesterday, Roush, and I am curious your opinion on this because you may give a different one, which I think would be a good thing. But, like, Gosh darn forecastle! Two years in a row now, you're not going to be generating any revenue, and this year's a year you could have totally just planned for something. And with the asterisk of like, listen, mo- you know, a month and a half before, a month before, if we feel like we can't put this on safely, we're going to refund everybody's tickets. Uh, so that was kind of a bummer. I'm glad Railbird went ahead and and did their planning, but I wish uh, I wish we had a forecastle. I wish that they would have planned for maybe things being more back to normal because i think that's where we're at
2: or even a dialed back one you know that yeah yeah or limited you know you don't
1: have you can you have limited tickets
2: yeah and i could but like the weird part was is they you're you're right it is like they almost jumped the gun a little bit because i've heard of plenty of concerts happening at the waterfront you've got nelly nelly's playing in a little while uh zz top is going to be there fourth of july weekend oh my gosh green sky bluegrass is going to be playing down there as well they're a fun bluegrass band. so yeah there's a lot of there's actually quite a bit of shows that are happening down there just not the big festival which is kind of kind of odd that but you know uh you can't blame the organizers for yeah just taking the safe way out
1: i i am blaming them uh, oh okay yeah. yeah, no, I I, I I am blaming them. Just It, it kind of goes with, you know, the old broken record and beating a dead horse that I've said a thousand times over the last few years. Like Mitch Barnhart with alcohol. Like, I don't – like, you know, make, make plays, not excuses. Like, come up with a game plan. And then if the pandemic was raging on, then I think people would understand that, like, okay, you know, we planned for it, we were hoping for it, but sorry, two years straight. It just ain't going to happen. We'll do the refunds. I know that – a lot of manpower and a lot of work but it's an important festival it's important for the city it's important for a lot of people uh it's good for our local economy it would have been a real good jump start in like things getting back to normal downtown because i was downtown two weekends ago on a friday night or last weekend excuse me and it was it was so sad how few people were down there uh Because normal times, good weather, Friday night downtown, Roush, people would be jumping. There would probably be a concert somewhere. There would be a live show Mm -hmm. at the Palace. you know. So it was a little disappointing. Uh, I hope downtown can kind of get it back together because we certainly need it. The whole state needs Louisville's downtown to do kind of well. But I I thought Forecastle would have been a good chance to have it. And it just would have been a fun thing to look forward to, too. Yeah, Selfishly, I'm I'm a little disappointed in it. But it is what it is. I get the reasoning. I just wish they would have dreamt big and then maybe scaled back if they had to. Instead, they just started to punt on well, it. It is what it is.
2: And when they did it too, there weren't any other festivals that had been announced. So I was like, well, you know, maybe like finding acts on a shorter notice might be difficult, but like, I know they're having a Lollapalooza this year. They're having a, um, what's the one down at 10? They're having a Bonnaroo, you know, railbirds yeah. happening close. So like that, obviously <laughs> musicians are trying to get out there. So, um, but like, Hell, will just go art, get,
1: go free... get Sunday Best to play.
2: Nah, eh, no, 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 nobody would buy tickets then, pal.
1: Okay, well slow your roll. They uh, are—they're back already, and they've already done like one concert, and supposedly it was a great crowd.
2: Oh, suck it.
1: Oh, okay, sure. It was, a, it, it was an old Peaburg.
2: No, oh, that's their hometown, right?
1: Sure is. I've never been to Prestonburg, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, last uh, football victory I ever had was over the
2: Black Cats from Prestonburg.
1: Wow, you're telling mm-hmm. Petersburg a big old suck it,
2: suck it, Prestonsburg in <laughs> Floyd County. <Woo-hoo-hoo! laughs>
1: Justin, all right, TJ. Have... Oh, okay. Go ahead. I, I was going to ask Justin something, but you go ahead. I have we'll, a very we'll just have
2: random up. request for our listeners because there is something on my agenda this weekend, and I I need their input. Um, okay. So, Brooke, she you know she loves doing projects around the house, and she decided, you know what, we've got this junky piece of our landscape. Let's let's build some some boxes, some garden boxes. So we're gonna try to plant some tomatoes and vegetables and all that. I think I mentioned that previously, but here's the thing: we haven't mentioned it yet on this show, but it's go- it's going to be the talk of the world. It might be annoying as hell, but the cicadas are expected to emerge from their nest in Kentucky at some point next week. It's, it's been pretty cool. It's been pretty mild. It's delayed their start, but they're coming from underneath the ground next week. And I'm curious, is it really dumb of me to try to plant plants right before the cicadas come? I know that weather wise, the time like I should be doing that, but are cicadas just going to eat them and I'm going to hate them forever. I don't know. I I don't know how cicadas work. I was a child the last time they were around.
0: Two you're things, still, Nick. You're you're still a child. It's true, you are still a child. Uh, but in Kentucky, I was reading an article saying that the cicadas would be sporadic, and that if you had new plants, as long as you had them covered up, you'd be okay.
2: Oh, but so I'm not going to cover them up though. Like, what am okay, I then cover have them have up get
0: eat, then have them getting eaten alive by cicadas. Choice is yours,
2: buddy. But that- that's what I'm saying though. Should I just wait or will I wait too late? Like I don't I'm I'm sure there is somebody out there listening that has a green thumb that knows the answer to this question.
0: So, here's the deal. The cicadas, they are coming out soon, but they can last until August, they're saying. Oh, so, no. oh. I think you I think you chance it now, plant them now, cover them up.
1: I I, I Justin has been when it comes to insects or reptiles or small animals on this show, he has been proven right time and time again. So, Roush, I would probably listen to him. But I and, – and can they last August? I wouldn't be surprised to learn that fact. But I remember it, and I've got a memory like an elephant. I remember the cicadas burning really bright. Like, yeah, they were here, and they were loud, and it was obnoxious. But I feel like middle – or I feel like by the middle of July, they were pretty much all gone. I don't remember fireworks and cicadas really matching because I feel like as a – 13 year old that would have been of interest to me and i don't remember that happening so i feel like they burn kind of bright but this goes back to the beer and the forecastle roush don't make excuses you plant those things and if that means you got to sit out there with a little pellet gun shooting shooting cicadas off your plants then so mm. be it so that take actually on the sounds challenge.
2: Like a lot of fun
1: take on the challenge
2: hmm uh, uh, just murdering wait, cicadas? Okay, okay. Wait, so basically is, my job is being a cicada murderer,
1: and I'm all for it. So yeah, this let's is, do it. Th- this is the time that, and we often do this on this show, WWRBD, okay? You got to ask yourself... That, WWRBD. That's what you got to ask yourself. And if you ask yourself that question, I think you know your answer, okay?
2: What would... Ribs and bread do close raw bread
1: what would... when it comes to planting tomatoes. WWRBD, what would Rich Brooks do? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and he would go play golf, maybe lose a little bit of money. Didn't play too great today,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, caught some fish though. <laughs>
1: And we rattled off Rich, Rich Brooks' life, just like that.
2: You really did say, the, like, that was a verbatim tweet. Played a little golf, Awesome. <laughs> <watch> some... <laughs>
1: oh. oh, God. <laughs> that, that, that dude is the man we all strive to have the rich brooks retirement uh if if we would be so lucky but yeah I mean, I, i'm excited to see your all's gardening adventure it seems like anything Brooke puts her mind to it turns out to be pretty good except for for you but yeah yeah but, but I'm, besides, I'm, I'm i'm her constant working project there we go yeah she likes her little projects you're the big one and in time <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: and true. in time it'll 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 all work yeah, but all right, we are going to talk some sports today. It's uh, all things considered. Yesterday was kind of a more normal sports summer day than what we have been. We've been pretty lucky to kind of have news fast and furious. We'll have more of it today. We'll talk. I think Wheeler's probably going to commit today. Hardy's committing tomorrow. It's not going to be Kentucky, which is disappointing. The softball cats went down last night. Did you get to watch any of that, Roush?
2: I did not make it back uh, and watch that. No, um, but Bama. It's it's kind of cool that we have a rivalry with Bama, but I would have preferred to lose that series in the regular season to win last night. That that's stuck.
1: Yeah, a, a nice SEC tournament run. It's you know, it's almost like a big east basketball run or an ACC basketball run or a Big Ten. It, it can really move you up the seed line big time, even though it's just like, shouldn't we be looking more at series throughout the season? Uh, those runs when you're in loaded conferences, they can kind of go a long way. But that was tough having to take on on, Kentucky. You know, the first four seeds get a double bye. Uh, Kentucky got a bye. There's basically a playing game. It's just, I guess, it's how you look at those brackets. But uh, it was tough that the first team Kentucky had to play once they got into the quarterfinals was the host. You wish the seeding could have been Mm -hmm. a little different there. That atmosphere was nuts. Alabama fans, man, they love their softball. There were some Caps fans down there as well. But having to take on the host in the quarterfinals, Tough. not an ideal situation. The second I turned it on, it was one nothing Alabama in the third inning. There's two outs, and there was a runner on first and third. They The runner stole second, but there's two outs. Kentucky didn't really care. And then literally the next pitch, so it's like the second pitch I've seen, is she the Alabama girl ropes one. It hits like a foot – in the fair it's fair foul line but it's a foot in Mm. and so alabama scored two runs and uh uk got one run back the next inning but that was pretty much all she wrote so i felt like i watched the dagger classic krc curse Mm. Uh, but they they're, they're ready for the tournament and they're gonna be just stop playing sec teams they should be okay
2: yes uh sec teams are very good so i guess let's just let's draw somebody else in this tournament
1: Okay. Yeah, that's okay. and that's the thing is like you're going to have so many hosts that are SEC schools that it really will be probable that Kentucky will have another SEC team in their regional to get to a super regional. Or I, actually, I don't even know if they can do that. It'll probably be they'll be matched up with a super regional with an SEC team. That's most likely how it probably unfold. But regional, you should be clear of conference teams. Uh, but Kentucky's been a machine to get to super regionals, which is not so easy and they've mm-hmm. been to the College World Series before. So maybe they'll get back. It seems like the bats are kind of missing this year a little bit. Uh, but but good program Rachel Lawson has built. And if it's not this year, I'm sure they'll be right in the thick of it next season as well. But bummer they went down last night on the same uh, – and, and, you know, I've got to, like, categorize this as, like, I'm going to continue to talk sports here, not get off topic with something silly. Nolan Hickman no, we down to th- Nolan Hickman down to three schools.
2: I, I saw that he has trimmed his list, and TJ, I was being defiant. I said, you know what, Nolan Hickman? Go your own way. I don't even care what three schools you're down to. Suck it, buddy.
1: He is down to... Auburn. Gonzaga, is Auburn one of them? which is where I think he's going to end up. God, that's just Can- going
2: to tick me off so much.
1: Kansas and Auburn.
2: Can Wait. Where were the three Kansas, Auburn, and where? Gonzaga. No, oh, Gonzaga. Okay. If he goes anywhere but Gonzaga, it's gonna take me off. Even though they are the best of them, just the whole. I I want it to be the homesickness. I don't want it to be, you know what I Like I can't have, I can't have him say he was homesick and then go somewhere else. That's well, thousands uh, home, of miles home, away.
1: Homesick and going to Auburn. Yeah. So that's a load. I mean, the whole thing was a load. And they did also mention in the homesickness that they wanted where you could get a direct flight. So, okay, homesick, that's one thing. But maybe they're homesick, but they, they'd they be more comfortable if you could just, hey, we hop on this plane, we'll be there in three hours. It's not the most ideal situation, but it's easy. But I'm sorry. I've been to Lawrence, Kansas. There, There's not a direct flight there. <laughs> And I uh Auburn I, Auburn I
2: Alabama is in the middle of nowhere too. It's like, in the
1: middle of nowhere. Yeah, There's, you know, you're you're flying to Atlanta probably, right? Right. So flying to Atlanta uh, and driving.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me, yeah. So I I will I will not stand for that sports talker.
1: I think not he'll end it, up going. I think he'll end up going to Gonzaga. But what if he ends up in the SEC? You know, I, I I really I think he's a good kid. Uh, I think he's an awesome basketball player. I'll be rooting for him. But if he goes to Auburn, then that's a big old suck it. I, I, I will not be rooting big for him anymore. And then, and then even Kansas, that'll be a little challenging, Justin.
0: I mean, someone from the West Coast, what really is the big difference between Auburn, Kansas, and Kentucky? Aren't they not all the same? Like, I mean, I know they're not all the same in terms of programs and all that, but in terms of location for a West Coast kid, it's the same yes. thing. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Well, it was, just,
1: it was lying. So it may it may make you think, and this has been floated out there. And I'm curious your all's opinion on it. I, I don't think you all like know the ins and outs of Nolan Hickman personally, but could this be? Hey, Kentucky told Hickman, we need guards. Obviously, you know we need guards. We're going to get Washington. Hope you're cool with that. And we may look at one more. We may look at a grad transfer, but it's just going to be you're going to get in there. You're going to compete, and if you earn the minutes, you'll earn the minutes. Some people think that. With him adding, or with him being down to Auburn and Kansas, while saying the homesickness excuse, in reality, it was a things are getting a little too crowded. I didn't want to have to compete for a starting spot situation. Are you all buying into that?
2: I believe that would be the exact. Uh, that's how I would take it. And you know what? Good, good. We don't want guys who are afraid of a competition. So, yes, actually, yeah. I'll probably even be more convinced that he wasn't made made to be fit to play at Kentucky if he goes to Auburn or Kansas.
0: Yeah, I'll, I would buy it, too, if he goes to Auburn or Kansas. If he goes to Gonzaga, no, I don't buy that. No. Nope. I mean, from everything you've talked about him, TJ, it's, he's a competitor. I, I just don't know why a kid like that would run from the competition when he would be arguably one of the better players on the team. I
1: Well, I guess, you know, that's – up for debate but that, I, I certainly that's the thing is that like when you lost him and you're going to bring in Wheeler you're bringing in a super similar player I, I think Wheeler can probably get inside a little bit better than Hickman but Hickman's going to be a, probably a much better shooter so you're trading off a few things there but you're getting a second team all SECer and somebody that's shown that they can do it in the conference before I think Nolan Hickman's not going to have any issues in whatever conference he's ha- he's in being able to To produce to some degree, but you're you're almost getting an upgraded or at least a less uncertain version of a Hickman, and bringing in a Wheeler. Obviously, like I mentioned, the shooting's a little different, but I think Wheeler's a little bit better with the ball in his hands, getting inside. Both are phenomenal passers, but I I do think the comp. I I I just think it was weird. Somebody that was committed for so long, everything seemed great. Like homesickness just didn't. You know that doesn't just pop out of thin air. I know when maybe you get a little closer to move out date, maybe you start getting but the whole thing was weird. Uh maybe, you know, maybe it was strictly just justice. That was the guy that Hickman was boys with and they had a good mm-hmm. relationship. But then how wouldn't Arizona make how how would Arizona State not make the final three at that point? If Arizona yeah. State would have made the final three, I'd buy into that a little bit more. But let me just go on record and I say I think Nolan Hickman was probably a little scared of competition. I think that I think <laughs> I think you'd be a little naive to think that didn't play a role to some degree because what else, what else changed? Nothing, nothing besides was <sighs> he exactly like we're finally bringing in some dudes. That chicken was getting more and more hostile and aggressive as the, as the cooing and the calling <laughs> went on.
2: Mm, yeah. Um, you know, he's very upset chicken. Very upset. <laughs> there was a Mark's feed store had a food truck out there and I don't know what it is about barbecue places, but they have to have the animals that you're eating as like logos for them. Uh, you know, you always know one of the best barbecue places that's going to have a pig with a chef's hat on it or something like that.
0: And, better, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's just, it's going to be better if it's got animals as their mascot. And they had a chicken, a cow, and a pig painted on the side. And Duke mm. was big fans of those. He kept just going up like,
0: oh, did he, oh. did he get some
2: barbecue? He did not. He was, he had a, I'm, Dad made him a peanut butter sandwich. Um, and he, you know, he was pretty content with that. But you know, he likes the animals. We're still working on our animal sounds though. So we'll get that figured out soon enough.
1: Well, dad's got the chicken sound figured out, so that at least Duke's got that. He has yeah. got a good he, chicken to go to.
2: I don't even know what sound pigs make. I mean, because I know it's not oink. I mean like, they've been lying to us all the years. There we go. That's better. Oink, come on. It's like when they say the horses say nay.
1: Horses don't say nay, they go
0: A-h-h-h-h-h.
1: Yeah, it kind of sounds like a nay, though. Like,
0: nay!
1: That's right? yeah, A little bit, sure. Mm-hmm. And then even that, what Justin was just doing, I could hear a little oink in there.
2: Yeah.
1: Can you? What's the most complex food Duke has eaten? And how old is he?
2: Uh, He's like a year and a month or two. So I would say the most complex food... Oh, um, maybe like pot roast? Nice. Yeah, because he's had and we're I'm making that tonight um
1: hey a little friday night pot roast at the roush out everybody invited
2: yeah yeah except for justin actually no you're you're invited justin it's not me
0: i'm busy anyways hey nick i'm curious have you done the whole lemon thing with duke yet
2: oh yeah he tried to just eat it off the run he loved it <laughs> 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 kid will eat anything Oh, no, uh, i guess yeah. trevor's yeah. listen
0: I guess
1: Trevor's listening to the show because he texted me and he said he'll be over for pot roast, but hold the roast, Roush.
2: Oh, oh man. That Trevor. Subtlety is not his strong suit when it comes to joke making.
1: He certainly loves drugs, doesn't he? Yep. (laughs) All right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. The Preakness is tomorrow. Roush has some thoughts on the big race. I do. I do. Medina Spirit will be in it, which will be exciting. Uh, We'll have more to talk about there. We'll talk a little bit about Jaden Hardy, but there's not too much to add because I don't think he's coming to Kentucky. And uh, Coach K, not retired. Oh, wow. what, What the hell's going on here? We'll talk about all that stuff and a jam packed text line. You're listening to KRC Friday Edition. Send them on in. We'll be right back here on the Big X Sports Radio.
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
0: Oh, you may feel like nothing now, but look on the bright side. You used to be something, and nobody can ever take that away from you. Twin soldiers
1: and coming. We're finally on our Welcome back, Kentucky. Tucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Beautiful weather today, and it's going to be the same tomorrow. Get your Big X Sports Radio golf cart. Stop wasting time. Start saving money and play some of the nicest courses in the area. Chariot Run, if you want to feel like you're playing at a professional course, that is uh, that will make you feel right at home, and most likely you'll have a tough time playing it because it's a little challenging, but it's so pretty out there. You'll forget that you're playing so poorly. They've got uh, a lot of courses on there Elk Run, Santa Claus, Indiana, as well. You're going to play all these courses for under $25 around. You really can't beat that deal. I've heard great things about Old Capital Golf Club, Valley View as well. Check it out at bigxportsradio.com. Under $25 Around Cart included, 812-725-1457 if you want to call limited supplies. So you want to hurry. I don't know if they'll be around come Father's Day in June, middle of June. So you got maybe about a month to jump on that. I'd go ahead and make it happen, Captain because uh they're going to run out rush they're
2: going to run out Terry I just I got to hit some golf balls with golf clubs that fit me yesterday and I was smashing a 7 iron a buck 80 and my god I just I'm playing on Sunday with the same old ones and I don't know like I'm going to be so frustrated I just know it like there's there's no going back so uh I like I cannot wait to get these new bad boys in I, my goal is to be a good enough to be a B golfer in our alumni golf scramble in August. And I think that's going to happen because you're not going to be able to keep me away from those courses.
1: Uh, You got to, you got to jump on it. You got to check it out and uh, yeah, that'll be great. You'll get your new clubs and you can play some of the best courses in the area.
0: Tear up the big X tour. I'm playing Valley view today. Second time this year. Oh, put a picture on the, on the Kentucky roll call Facebook page. If I remember, I sure will. Just, Did you get uh, in
2: 27 yesterday?
0: Uh, no, my buddy that I went with, he was a pansy and only wanted to play 18. So oh. we, we stopped after 18. What a coward. Right. I told him, I was like, you could just ride around with me and I'll get done with the next nine in an hour. But no, nah, he wouldn't have any part of it.
2: Would you, here, here's the question, TJ. When you do 27, do you do you pay for the extra nine? Or do, are the pros usually just like, uh, ah. Going through, like, how does that work?
0: You 100% pay, Nick. I mean, unless you're just like a bad boy and you want to try to sneak in that nine, that's on you. But my conscience doesn't ever let me do that, so I pay for the
2: nine. I would think that the the pros would be pretty cool, though. Like, I, I it's don't a know.
0: business, they want their money.
1: No, uh, both of you all are right. You be a scumbag to not pay. But I do think, Justin, there probably would be some scenarios where the pro would be like, "Yeah, you're you're good," especially I mean, if it's later in the day. Because
2: like I've done the thing where you pay for nine, and it's like the the twilight hours, and you know they'll let you play as many holes as you can get in, kind of a deal.
1: That 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 can happen and does happen. But uh, yeah, you, you should you should at least go offer to pay, and then. If it's a public course i think a lot of times they're going to be like oh yeah money please yes we'll take it
0: <laughs> oh man money. May, yeah, that, they probably, it. that probably is the big difference public versus private courses yeah yeah true true
2: who hey uh tj we have some pretty awesome texts in here should we get to them oh you want to go to the text line i just i didn't know what else we could get to and i think there's some funny texts including the, the first text is really just it's very it makes fun of me and I think it's a very good joke. Okay.
1: Let's yeah, let's let's hear a good joke about you. Five
2: zero two four one four fourteen fifty. How many beers did Roush sneak in a dollar beer day at Churchill Downs?
1: Hey oh, how
2: many? I, I did not sneak any beers in. Uh
1: Roush. How many did Duke sneak in then?
2: I did drink a <laughs> beer before I went to the track though. Cause you know, you can get all fired up. I got done work by four, so yeah.
0: How much is a ticket to go on Thursdays, Nick? Five bucks. So you to get your ticket to get in is five bucks, then you get dollar beers after that. Yep. What a deal.
2: No. How are
1: the lines? I'm
0: in. How How's are the Thursday lines for
1: dollar beer? Because every Thursday I've been they're pretty terrible.
2: Well, here's the thing is you've just got to be smarter than all of the people there who never go to the track. And how you're smarter is a uh wines are not bad at all until maybe like six thirty seven and then uh they're only bad when it's right in between the races as soon as the race starts or is getting ready to start nobody's in line for beers um and you can watch the race while you're in line like there's a giant screen right there you might confuse some of the horses because you're old and the screens aren't great but yeah the the lines aren't bad at the right times
1: so if you don't want to have to wait 30 minutes for beer you just can't watch the race no you can watch the race not out on the track
2: yeah, there's like eight of them. You're, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you're going to be just fine. Um, they actually had some good races there yesterday. The races this weekend, I actually haven't looked at the full cards, but uh, I, I have skimmed the field for the Preakness, like, and I, Baffert's going to have a winner. this? <laughs> it's, it's terrible. So, uh, Going to be fun for horse racing, because the Bob Baffert takes are going to be steaming,
1: piping hot didn't so don't we have some like uh trainer drama aren't people like coming after baffert and publicly saying it uh I, i've seen owners
2: not necessarily other trainers because here's the thing the more heat is put on baffert the more those trainers will will profit from it because they're gonna get the horses that would have otherwise gone to him like i know uh richard mandela has got some of baffert's better uh two-year-olds out of this from spinthrift so uh but I actually haven't seen like any other, any of his peers coming after him.
1: Gotcha. I, I I wish they would. We need more drama. Yeah. I love it. I love the drama. Yeah. You got to love the horse drama. Texter says podcast listeners. So I'm sure someone has already said this, but didn't Brooks have braids when he committed? I know hair isn't your forte Roush, but do some research. Oh yeah. And Maxi, a big dingus oh, yeah,
2: real egg on my face. Um, just because I wanted to find a way to compare <laughs> Tata Washington to Brain at night. Hey, uh. whatever, whatever it took. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it was just a terrible, horrible way to go about it. Hey, that's what we're here for.
1: By the way, uh, the Keon Brooks was, I think, in Dallas. And just like, I don't know what was going on in Dallas, but there was a bunch of people that are going pro that were there and then there were some people there were also people that weren't going pro as well it was a little smorgasbord and uh i don't i don't know like drew timmy was there you remember the uh max Abmus guy who was like a star for oral roberts in the NCAA tournament he was there oh yeah
2: i had a dream that i was that i dunked on drew timmy like we were playing pickup and i was just abusing drew timmy and i was like see this guy stinks why would y'all think he was good if i'm out here just beating the snot out of him
1: I think you hate Drew Timmy so much cuz you see a little yourself in him.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Except like he he's like the good-haired, better basketball <laughs> player version of me.
1: Yeah. Um, no. Hey, I, by that, the, that's a funny by dream. the
0: way guys, uh Keon Brooks' name being brought back up in Indiana circles. I what? Saw, I saw two different articles yesterday suggesting you all, Keon again.
1: Yeah, cuz you all lost that one, dude. Keon Brooks isn't going to IU. We didn't lose anything.
0: He lost Indiana. Oh. What is it was Jerome Hunter, right? Uh yeah, Jerome Hunter. He he would have been a really good player. He but he's he's got some disciplinary issues and I think at the end of the day that was the cause of that.
1: All right, let's yeah. say what let's say you're back on the morning show that came on before KRC. What was What was you the name
0: the, of it? Indiana Sports Beat.
1: Okay, so you're on Indiana Sports Beat. Jerome Hunter you're, leaves. You're, what? Is, you're taking what is,
0: your medicine.
1: What's the what's that? Honestly, that I thought like the name of the show was "Take Your Medicine." Uh, (laughs) All right. So what's what's the IU narrative on Jerome Hunter? Just that the kid had issues, and uh, IU will be better off without him. We're going to go get we're going to go
0: get Keon Brooks. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to be Keon Brooks. I mean, there will be wild speculation about who it's going to be, but I think at the end of the day, it'll probably be that seven footer from USF. I think that's everyone's pretty locked in on him. Um, I I don't I don't still to this day think the Keon Brooks has any legs, but what do I know?
2: Oh, he's got legs. He's got two of them, buddy.
0: The rumor <laughs> doesn't have legs, <laughs> jerk. Uh,
2: so Terry, last night it was it's really good to part of the unmasking celebration where we all let him on fire and sang Kumbaya around it. That was so <laughs> fun. Is that oh, I like got,
1: the, like the brawls?
2: Yeah, yeah, like the <laughs> But some of, some of the reason like it's fun is just running into you know like a a, a guy a guy grew up with his dad that I hadn't seen in a long time. Big UK fan. And when we were kids, Wayne was the biggest uh you know, he he was kind of the raw, raw, nothing's ever any good. He's mellowed out some, but now he has turned into like, he thinks it's hilarious how mad people get. And he's just like, well, one minute the world's burning, the next minute we're going to win it all. He's like, I don't know what the hell to think anymore. I always knew Cal was in a heaven it. it was like, it was just really good to get perspective from somebody who I used to think was uh, one of the UK crazies, who's now completely normal relative to internet folks who can't be satisfied at anything. It was just, you know what? Like, there's more normal U.K. fans out there than the crazy people who are just never satisfied with anything that happens Kentucky
0: basketball-wise. Did you tell him about KRC?
2: Uh, I think he knows about KRC. I don't uh, know if he's a regular listener because he's, he's you know, playing Grandpa. But, yeah,
1: he knows all about it. That's right. KRC. KRC. K-R-C. Chris Fisher of Catspaws tweeted out that Wheeler's 332 career assists in just two seasons at Georgia would rank 13th all-time at Kentucky. His 193 assists last season would rank top five on UK's single-season list. And if I'm not mistaken, Roush, last year was a pandemic season, right? They played fewer games than normal seasons. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Anybody but he Georgia? But he doesn't shoot good. <laughs>
2: win it's so funny
1: 332 career assists 13 all-time at kentucky if they happened at uk 193 during a pandemic season would rank top five in a season in the history of kentucky basketball folks if you're one of those dweebs saying you're not on board with this i've got nothing to say but suck it we're going to hit a break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big roll X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and we'll be right back.
2: Johnny, come lately. The new kid
0: in town. Everybody.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call.
1: Chief what do you want to do tonight?
0: The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. The laboratory mice, the team
1: has to Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, baby call baby here on Big X Sports, Sports Radio. Brave, 96.1 brave, FM, brave, 1450 brave, AM. Brave, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning morning. Hope you're having a great start to your day. Appreciate you being tuned in and hanging out with us. Hey, we talked about the golf cart, but sometimes the weather ain't great. And that's when Bobby Cook comes into play. He's got a golf academy over off exit four in southern Indiana. Only about 10 to 20 minutes, depending on where you live in Louisville. If you live in southern Indiana, then you're right by it. It's easy to get to right off 65, and you'll be happy that you showed up. If you're a golfer, you will love this place. They've got... Indoor simulators, you can play any course, you can hit the virtual range, or get lessons from Bobby Cook himself. 812-913-4415 is the number to make your reservation. Or go to Bobby look at the pictures, check the place out, bring your friends, have a little rainy day in, B Y O B, and have a good old time with old Bobby Cook. That's uh it's a really cool place. Golfers will enjoy it. Definitely, definitely.
2: One thing that I'm really enjoying right now, TJ. This is very random. Um, I don't know how I happened upon it, but there's a Twitter account called Human for Scale, and it's just pictures of humans next to really large things. And, man, I've just been scrolling through it through the entire break. So if I get distracted, it's because I'm looking at pictures that are really stupid, inconsequential, but also amazing.
1: It's like you got to give us an example like there
2: uh the picture that caught my eye they there's two men who are sitting atop the abraj al bite clock tower in mecca and it's like holy crap that's an enormous clock like oh. <laughs> oh my goodness there's a lady that has a bunny that's the size of not a human but half a human um uh, they he- there's another one where they took out all of the contents of a single fire truck and just laid it down on the concrete and holy crap it's a ton of stuff they've got in that fire truck did you get
1: into the pot roast a little early today
2: uh you know what that that joke about trevor kelsey may have inspired me
1: (laughs) hold the roast (laughs)
2: uh well that that you know that sounds fun I don't know if it's what maybe you should be doing during your job, but yeah, that's, you know, like- me and Justin were, were talking about animals during the break. So, you know, I'm going to the zoo tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm just, I'm, you know, we're all over the place. Summer radio. You'd be a fun.
1: I mean, this as a compliment. I, 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 I am not nearly as backhanded as I think some people lead me on. To believe. <laughs> You'd be a really fun person to go to the zoo with.
2: Yeah. I'm cause I, I'm fascinated by the world. You know, I'm just, and
1: exactly. I think, I think, I think you would like, you know, I think like a tiger would walk by the window, and you you'd be the hype man. You'd be like, "Oh, Duke, you see that? Look at it!" And like in reality, it'd just be a big cat walking in front of you. But like you know, I bet you'd be a fun person to go to the
2: zoo with. The the tiger the last few times I've been has been talking quite a bit, and yeah, very talkative tiger. I feel bad for it though because I see it's it, it has its path and it just kind of paces around, and I'm like, man. This this cat needs more than this little path that he's just kind of going around. He's, uh, he needs to be prowling the jungle.
0: I can confirm, Nick. The well, tiger was extra talkative this past weekend as well.
2: Yeah, and so, so like a roar, it's like a groan kind of sound too.
0: Almost like well, it's in pain, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
1: Maybe it's in heat.
2: Oh, well,
1: well, when I so- was there, what's it sound were- like, guys?
0: We were actually thinking that, TJ. Yeah. yeah. That is – you laughed Ooh. David. That's spot on. That is a pretty good impression of that tiger, Nick. I'm
2: pretty Kentucky roll call where you can hear chickens barking and tigers <laughs> mating call.
0: And pigs oinking.
1: You, be like, you know, I wasn't really a huge fan of the show, and I listened to this one day. They just kept making animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was going to ask just briefly, like – how do we feel about zoos does do they make do they make us sad when we see the animals all locked inside or we you know is it a cool learning experience for us humans Where, where are we at um
2: i am on the for the most part very pro zoo because i feel like in many instances they're helping them like especially like when they're born in captivity, what are you going to do? You can't just release them out in the wild. Uh, and I think zoos do a good job of teaching, inspiring kids. Just the, the few exceptions are where I, what I'll see something like the tiger where it's like, man, this tiger needs a tiger kind of deal. You know, he's you're a peacock. You gotta let him fly. There's a couple of times where I'll, I'll see an exhibit or two, where I think, yeah, they, they need a little more than this to really be the, the, the full versions of them. Uh, you know, I'm like, cause, cause I think the, the best, uh, version of the zoo is the big nature reserves, like where they send elephants to retire. Like all mm-hmm. the Barnum and Bailey ele- elephants, they've got them in like a reserve down in Florida. I think that's my ideal as we is, is that scenario. Um, so that, uh, it, it, that would be my ideal version of the zoo, but not everybody can have these sprawling landscapes for them. And, uh, what we got in Louisville is not too shabby.
0: I'm, I'm a big fan of the zoo, TJ, and I think it's, from a conservation standpoint, I think they do a phenomenal job of helping endangered animals and all that. I, I love zoos. I think it's cool that people have the opportunity to go to zoos and learn about these animals and those conservation efforts, and to me, it's just, I, I love the zoo. There's no place better. Other than yeah, I, I,
1: I, I, I agree with both you all. I think the awareness there are some animals that's just like you wish the tiger i get it's gonna have to probably live in a combined space that's just the reality of its life unfortunately but you wish you could just take it to a big field and just be like all right you know go go run you know 40 miles an hour 50 miles an hour just go go be a cat for a little bit and then you gotta come back yeah it's like the way that it
2: works you want to have like a dog park for the tiger where you just like let him off the leash and say go get
1: him go play you know yeah and then in what? Where was it? Was it in Memphis? They just let tigers out of neighborhoods, so maybe Houston. they've got it figured out down yeah. there. Oh, it was Houston. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I was thinking <laughs> of the Memphis Tigers. Literally. Uh, no, the animals I sometimes that I feel the worst for that I feel like don't get that don't get respect in this regard. Because I remember one time I, I saw the baby elephant too. This was like you know a few months after it was born, Justin. It was like newly on display. We were at that beer festival that the zoo has, Brew at the Zoo, which is a great time if you've never been. And, like, people were like, oh, I feel bad. The elephants have nowhere to walk. And the zoo trainer was out there, and he was kind of, he was like, I'm, I'm going to teach you all a free lesson. you are to get taught. And he was like, hey, why do you think elephants walk so much? They're looking for food. These people don't have to look for food. Like, there's food uh, there. There's food yeah, there. Right. I was like, these elephants are living the life. Like, they don't have to walk 27 miles just to find the nearest watering hole. Like, they, you know, that's, that's why they walk a lot It's because they have to. Now they don't have to. This maybe mom or this mom elephant having its baby is like happy as it could be. As long as it's got the baby, it's happy. So I was like, okay, that's a good point. Something I didn't really think of. The animals I feel the worst for are like the frogs and the snakes.
0: Yeah, that's I was going to say the snakes, too.
1: Because like they like they and I guess at the end of the day, like a frog probably just is perfectly as long as it doesn't have to like food is brought to it's probably just content literally doing nothing. But it's like, man, those are really small, and that's just its world forever, like that little foot box, you know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I've got a log to hide under. I'm this rattlesnake. Uh, this is cool, I guess. But that's those. That's the. That's the only. Ex- those, like in the tigers, maybe. But yeah, I think th- those are the underrated. Uh, Animals, I feel bad for, but and I mean, that's
0: talking animals at the end of the day, though. They're happy too because they are getting food brought to them and don't have to do any hunting and get to sleep all day. So, yeah, to they me stay it warm. Like a great life.
1: <laughs> and then, my buddy Gus wants to say that Roush said that uh, Nick said that peacock that said be a peacock and let him fly. And he says peacocks can't fly, they can kind of like jump and like they can jump on roofs and stuff, so they can fly a little bit. I'm
2: big idiot, watch a movie, get a reference, you jerk. The other guys is Will Ferrell is one of his best movies. You don't get the reference. You do Gus. Get the hell out of here.
1: Take out your suck it. Suck it, buddy. Hour two, Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. We got a full text line. We'll get to it when we return here on Big X Sports Radio.
2: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Roush.
1: We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big Roll X Sports go. Radio 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. Uh, we got Commitment Watch, Severe Wheeler at some point, I think today, but I'd be shocked if we didn't do the show on Monday and not uh, have him committed as a Kentucky Wildcat. And speaking of Monday's show, Roush, got a big guest. What? Who do you think's coming on? Oh my goodness, we've got a big
2: guest. This is awesome. I did not know this. This is breaking news to me. Is it going to be Coach O? it sure is not gotta oh it. is it gonna be the chin it's gonna be the chin yes oh man justin you've got to ask if he eats a bunch of chins well yeah. i'm gonna
0: ask him where the nickname came from no doubt oh we already we, we, we already we already know where the nickname came from justin. Oh, okay sorry <laughs> damn it justin slack God. well then i'm not asking him anything no you'll have to ask him something
2: <laughs> Ooh, ask him something ask him on. Ask him how much he hates Indiana from playing them, or how there much he go. hated playing at Indiana because Assembly Hall is a garbage can arena.
1: Yeah, it's a big uh, steakhole. Yeah, disagree. Disagree. Garbage
2: truck workers convention.
1: Well, uh, we this will well this be our first guest with Justin on the ones and twos. I think so. Oh, well, huh. uh, uh. Yeah, I think no, so. I didn't- you.
0: Didn't Ooh. you and I
2: have a guest, Nick, when TJ oh, was out? We had a ton of guests when TJ was out. Yeah, so but I guess we... it'd be the first time with all all of us. Yes. There we go. All
1: right, well, they're going to be calling us on Monday, so we'll have to make sure we keep the phone lines open.
2: Yeah, <laughs> got to make sure nobody calls in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh,
1: so it'll be Chin on Monday, and then we're getting Coach O on Wednesday. So, a little Monday-Wednesday for you next week on the Big X Sports Radio. And we'll ask the questions that the other guys won't ask, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: i just have to figure out what that means.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Jamin Davis made a ton of money. Hey-oh! And yeah. I saw that he was just uh, turning in like his final assignment, too, which has to be a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, pretty
2: wild. But, yeah, he um, signed... Uh, yesterday four-year deal worth 13.8 million seven and a half million dollar signing bonus so turn it in homework and then cashing a seven and a half million dollar check
1: i didn't have that much money at my last assignment
2: no i um
1: yeah haven't hit the lottery maybe we'll have it by the next one well you already got your ticket for tonight by the way know, uh, the yeah. mega million probably going to be close to Half a billion.
2: Yeah, uh, like I, I 450 bet. million right now, I think.
1: Woo-hoo. I would take it. Uh, Justin, suck it, buddy. Seven mil, guys. That's all I want.
2: <laughs> uh, you say that every time, but we would split it five ways. Like you're selling yourself no,
0: short.
1: No, That's what he's no, saying. I and I, he, no, you and know, here's going to be really the awkward thing five ways. We're going to win, and this is going to be really, really awkward because he's going to be like, we're going to be like, well, you said you'd only take seven. <laughs> and he'll be like, Oh, okay. And we'll be like, so you're not going to get this hundred and twelve million. You're only going to get the seven. And I, what are we going to do, Justin? It's going to be awkward. Uh, it's going to be awkward no, for it's everybody not involved.
0: Gonna, if it's not going to be awkward, because seven million is way more than I will ever need. I don't need a hundred and twelve million. If I get a hundred and twelve million, the only thing that's going to make me do is quit this show and go buy an island on Fiji somewhere. So we best do just the seven.
2: What's wrong with buying an island off Fiji?
0: you will have you're... to look for a new producer. Oh, man. Cuz no one would ever hear from me again.
1: Oh no, Except a new for producer. For my... <laughs> oh, how are you how, you're going to move to Fiji and leave the motherland of Indiana behind you forever? No way. See be Fiji my, dingus.
0: My, here's my dream. My dream is to <laughs> live on Fiji, build have a bunch of money, get my own construction crew build me a golf course, I'd have me a couple plants and I would fish every day and eat fish out of the ocean and life would be great.
2: Ooh, you know what would be even better, TJ, is if he bought the Survivor Fiji Island and then just taunted the people on Survivor while they were on the show. Huh. Like, oh, hey, look at I... all this cool food I have over here. <laughs> Sucks hey, I've actually,
0: I've actually thought about this, and I want to ask you all that because you're both Survivor fans. But wouldn't that be cool like vacation if they just like redid the Survivor Island or you go to the island where they stay and just live like they lived for a week?
1: I've had, I've had a similar idea. You're kind of mixing an idea that I've previously had, so I am going to have to sadly hit you with the season to but I feel like maybe we can work together because I've had an idea of, like, they, there needs to be parks across the nation that, like, are survivor games, and you just go there and you do survivor games. And then, like, because, you know, there's only so many of them, throw in some challenge games as well. Like, throw in some of our favorite reality TV show challenges and con- uh, contests or just have a big wipeout park somewhere, you know, where Ooh, it's like you yeah. pay ten dollars and you just get to go do the wipeout park. But Justin, you're saying like a resort where like you get the full kind of. But the thing about the survivor experience is it kind of sucks. It's
2: yeah, like- yeah. So I think what it, what it would be, TJ, is kind of a a, a hodgepodge of the two where. Uh, e- you don't have to build a shelter. Maybe you get like the one that Sandra and Boston Rob built in that one season that was really lame where they were like, come on to survivor and we're going to teach you how to play. Like that was the corniest crap I've ever seen. It was so such a waste of time, but it was cool that they had, uh, you know, the, they built a really cool shelter. Uh, so maybe they have some shelters built for you and then you can play some of the games while you're in paradise like that that would be cool because some of the stuff they build is really awesome but like what i don't even know what the equivalent is of of anything similar other than uh, those things that like team building uh things that you can climb like out of jefferson memorial forest where you have somebody belay you and you go around a little obstacle thing
0: yeah i wasn't necessarily talking about like but I would love to have the experience where you just go live on the island. You put a list together of things you would need while you're there. They have it waiting for you when you get there and just, and just live. I, w- I would do it in a heartbeat.
1: You know, we've talked to a survivor winner before Justin.
0: I do know that. What was his name?
1: Nick. Uh, Nick.
0: Yeah. Nick. Yeah. That's right. Kentucky Nick. Yeah. He was good. I liked him.
1: How's he doing Roush?
2: Uh, he's, he got married. He's doing swell. I think he got to he got to throw out the first pitch pitch at the Reds game too. He was very excited about that. So yeah, he's doing well.
1: Good, good. It's good to hear. Uh and he's rich, which is nice as well. So yeah. that's cool. Let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450. Texer says Justin is a bottom guy. He would be a bottom. We have a lot of those, Justin. Uh you had an interesting sound bite yesterday. Yeah,
0: and I admittedly did not even catch on to it until I re-listened to the show after we got off the air. And, man, just heard you chuckling in the background, TJ. I knew it was bad. I knew, I knew
1: it was bad. I, I, know the, I know our text line pretty well. I knew people would catch on to it, although we have several texts about it, so I didn't even uh, – that was a surprise. A texter says, which restaurant is good enough that you would sacrifice having horrendous backdoor problems for? <laughs>
2: <sighs> um, I mean,
1: how – like what level of restaurant are we talking? Like chain kind of deal? I think just you know, what's something that you say you it's no you know it's gonna hurt you in the long run,
0: but you still devour it. The only acceptable answer is Salsaritas. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. It's not a good way to like tie <laughs> Justin. I'm not saying that happens. I'm just saying if it did happen. Justin. <laughs>
2: oh see we 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 toss him some ads tj unexpectedly and now he's just he's taking the bull by the
1: horns and he is (laughs) (laughs) going in all the wrong direction no 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 Salsaritas is not uh, like there are places that are notoriously known justin that if you're gonna go to them you're gonna pay a price Salsaritas is not one of those places
0: I didn't I, read the I, I didn't read the question like that though. I was saying if that was a if that happened, what is good enough that it's worth sacrificing that for? Uh, oh,
1: oh, okay, sure. Uh, that's, fi- that's fine. Good, good recovery. We'll take uh, it. I, I, would, I say would
2: say that it. buffalo wings, like like roosters, I would eat under whatever circumstances. Love roosters. That Everybody would pro- loves roosters. Yeah, that's that's enough to where like I, because here's the thing too. Uh, Justin you said our bodies start breaking down once we hit 30 so i've only got a couple months left eventually your stomach does that like you know old people can't eat certain foods and when i say old people i mean like people who hit 40 maybe maybe even sooner and tj i know how much you love spicy food i think that would just be i think you would eat spicy food regardless of what it would do to you
1: yeah well i have and i and i will yeah absolutely uh, <laughs> i the- can and i have to <laughs> the 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 text the wording for this um, they didn't use the word backdoor problem they used a, another word which there's nothing really wrong with it but it's just kind of gross um, and the answer ironically enough is the backdoor they have some of the best wings in town Brewsters is better but backdoor has some of the best wings in town but sheesh yeah like you, you you're not going to feel great afterwards but it's well worth it because they're so good so that's my answer to your text texter we got another one that says the align the line efficiency at chick-fil-a is mind-boggling and how good it is every single time i was backed up like 12 cars in line but i got my food in 10 minutes chick-fil-a service is unbelievable it's really hard to even believe also this guy is just blown away by chick-fil-a service also the chick-fil-a sauce shortage was real but they're back to normal so no sweat on that folks and all caps hey,
2: hey, can i add to that if you go to Sam's, they make solid knockoff Chick-fil-A sandwiches and waffle fries that you can make in the air fryer that you know of course it's not going to be the same but it's awfully darn close. Uh they Good it's in it like out. a it's in like a red and white striped packaging. So, uh yes, how I had that for supper last night. Highly recommend. Uh, one texture says, Justin, sleeping in just one day is a slippery slope. For God's sakes, don't end up like Trevor.
0: See, that's the thing. I am not anything like Trevor. I can sleep in one day and just be just fine. I'll be well-rested for the next day. But I sucked it up today. I'm here. I'll get to sleep in tomorrow. So there's my one day.
2: Yeah, you can do it, buddy. Uh, another texture says, I nearly fell out of my chair laughing when John Short told Roush's ex-boss that... Kentucky baseball and softball were going to win by five biggins. Then Israel was going to win their war with Palestine.
1: He said that
2: (laughs) he he predicted a war victory.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) He's a great American.
2: Oh man! Uh,
1: Ibuprofen and a bottle of water before bed after drinking. You're welcome. That belly going to be upset no matter what, but having the pounding, but not having the pounding headache, it's worth the kidney failure you'll have later on in life uh i mean it, i appreciate the tax. i obviously know the tricks of the trade yeah. it's just yeah. it's executing them and then sometimes that sometimes those just don't work
2: yeah it's sometimes nice. it's just too much to overcome so uh a like. sh- uh, big old suck it to levi who asks you're going to be too hung over for the show in the am what <laughs> come on you act like i haven't gone out and gallivanted every thursday for the last how long like come on thursdays are my fridays buddy <laughs> oh, you t- you
1: tied one. We're ready on
2: to rock night? and roll Friday mornings.
1: You tied one on last
2: night. It's dollar beers. Like, what do you what do you think? I just had a dollar beer. Well, oh, like, no, I, I like mean, there's eight, there's a nine. difference.
1: There's difference between four and twelve.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to dollar beers, I'm probably going to have you know ten.
1: You're going to clean them out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's just what I do. So uh, it's, good. Uh, it's good. I mean, it's good sense. Right, I'm bang for my buck. I'm getting Churchill back. Even and, though
1: they're still like making probably 80 cents every time they sell one of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, Churchill Downs has a lot of money, believe it or not. Mm. That's why I had no problem asking for my $10 back, baby. A texture <laughs> <laughs> says TJ, when you worked for Rivals, were you the type to type like an absolute savage while listening to Cal talk to the media post game? Just looking up while your fingers are freaking out on the keyboard? Um, no, like back in the heyday, I remember like back in 14 and stuff, it was just like your your, your timeline when Cal talked was just the same freaking quotes, the same tweets. And you got them for like eight to 12 different people at the same time. So I would just try to put different sort of spins on the press conferences. But there's only so much you could do. But no, yeah. I, I did not furiously yeah. type like a madman.
2: Uh, That's me. There needs I'm, to be
1: I'm, a doctor yeah there there that is you there needs to be a documentary though on Jerry Tipton and his chicken scratch
2: oh that because he's really the last of a of a generation like all reporters used to have some sort of form of shorthand did they did they try to teach you shorthand when you were in the print side of journalism Terry
1: they sure as heck didn't buddy No way, Jose. I I wonder if that's one of those, like, kind of like cursive
2: that just gone by the wayside. Cause I feel like you would have had to have been taught that at some point. But yeah, he does the chicken scratch, uh, scribble shorthand. Like, it really, I
1: I feel like you listeners aren't. I mean, maybe, maybe some of you all do, maybe some of you don't. But like, literally, he just writes nonsense on his paper, but he can, but he's writing down quotes. And it just, it it will look like you maybe can tell one letter, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not word. Like, it's not words. And it's pretty, like, I would just love to be able to, like, have Jerry explain that one day and be like, so this, this, that, I know that this means that because, you know, that's a that, whatever it is. It's pretty phenomenal. It's fun to watch.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty wild. Speaking of press conferences, I've noticed um, because, you know, Vince, he's done a lot of talking lately. Vince, transcribing Vince Marrow is, it's, it's sounding more and more like John Calipari, where it's just, nonsensical at times
1: Ooh, a little like journalist thing that we hate we hate when the people were quoting quote people that's just a nightmare <laughs> yeah <laughs> just the oh, format man. the whole the whole kitten caboodle it stinks uh so if you if you're ever like being if you're ever on the news or you're ever like you're in a position where you're going to be transcribed or closed captions be like say so then my mom said Honey, I, I was talking to grandma and she said, and she had been talking to her grandma, like, keep keep doing quotes from quotes from quotes, and then you'll just you'll really tick people off.
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: <laughs> Didn't you just get like a little paranoid me saying that and like thinking about like all right, so I'm gonna do the one quotation here, well, and then I need to like, it does cause, suck. Cause
2: the worst part in, in in man, we are being real inside baseball, but like Cal will do that. But you don't know where hit him quoting somebody else ends and where he's talking again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like It's just yeah. that—that's the part where it's it gets difficult to differentiate. Like the other day, Vince Merrill compared Wendell Robinson to Larry Bird, and it just made no sense at all. Like, like I got the gist <laughs> of it. I got the gist of it where he was like, "Red Arback said I didn't know Larry Bird." Like, I knew Larry Bird was good. I knew this. I didn't know how tough he was, and I didn't know that he could play hurt. And he was like, I knew Wandale was good. I knew he was great, but I didn't know how tough he was. That's what he kind of meant to go. He meant to echo Red Auerbach's quote about Larry Bird, but he just didn't. Like, he just kinda, kind of went off on his own train of thought and then was like, at the very end, Wandale's tough. Like, it. so <laughs> it, was, it was all over the place. But Wondell Robinson and Larry Bird, more similar than you think.
1: Uh, Let's just be careful with, like, the Abraham Lincoln-Romeo Langford comparisons. Right, Justin? That's right. (laughs) Texer says, here's the thing. First, UK goes checkerboards, and objectively, they're terrible. Fake news, but that's my own commentary. Now the Blues are going to an even worse version of that. It's haunting me, and what a trash jersey. There, I said it. Uh, This is our resident Chelsea fan in the group. And uh, I I like those jerseys. They're kind of fun. They make your the, eyes do weird things.
2: So here's the thing. The checkerboard's not the bad part of the jersey that he's referring to. It's the number that they put like it's I a agree. nonsense number. It's like it's a, like a
1: graffiti number.
2: Yeah, except like it looks like way the number is what makes it bad. The checkerboard's actually kind of cool. Um
1: Justin, can you put the picture on the Facebook page so our listeners can we we do this almost every day where we'll describe something in detail and what we're seeing, but nobody else can see it. So Justin, would you mind sorry?
0: I'm already on it, buddy.
1: If I do it, my internet here will start slowing down and then I'll start skipping and it'll be a whole big to do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, right. Another texture
2: says, my biggest regret was not taking my middle school typing classes seriously, been paying for it ever since. <laughs>
1: How old are you, Texter? Because, like, I do – like, when did they start typing classes, you think? Like, in the early 90s?
2: You know, no, because here's the thing. That used – I mean, like, not to be inside baseball or anything like – actually, no, it's not inside baseball. They've been been doing typing classes forever. And it was – like, my mom was encouraged to take them at Angela Marissi back in the day because – They just expect, I mean, it was a very misogynistic thing to do, but it was like women were going to be secretaries. You needed to be good at typing. So typing classes have been around. They just shifted over from typewriters to word processors to, you know, uh, computers. Uh, And you know what? I wonder if they even still have typing classes because everything, you know, a a lot of touchscreen stuff.
1: Well, I'm sure they still have them somewhere, but like I would wonder if Sanex still had that typing class that I had. I took it as an elective. I've already mentioned it. it. was such a joke, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like people just will grow up knowing how to type. Should we go right. over the quick ass Zoe again thing?
2: No, we don't, we don't need to go over the quick S Zoe. Um, okay. But I do agree with this texture who says send Jason Jordan to the hog or however you say that city in the Netherlands that has a prison because Jason Jordan <laughs> has been teasing big news in consecutive days and like it's news, but you know, first it's Scott Clark transferring to Montverde, and yesterday it was Bryce Thompson, the Kansas transfer, going to Oklahoma State, and yeah, he's he's just Roush teasing us, Terry. He's Roush teasing us.
1: I, I, I what, what has anybody like of substance tweeted him and been like, hey, what's going on with all this stuff? Quit it. So we think it's because
2: there was a time where Jason Jordan was Mister Scoop. So maybe he he's like he's he's finally scratching that itch. It's been a few years. He's just been writing blogs with these kids, and now he's like, you know what? I've got a little bit of scoop. Damn it! I'm going to scoop it.
1: <laughs> I guess you gotta you gotta do with the scoop what you can when you got it. Do what you want when you're popping. A texter says, "Did you all see how people were filling up bags?" full of gas what a laughable bunch of complete idiotic morons yeah we mentioned you, it on yesterday's show. You talking about the hyperbole <laughs> zing that's a good one yeah it was, <laughs> it was uh it was a little mean i guess <laughs> but it's uh a yeah
2: second hyperbole no um yeah i i actually had a friend who was planning a weekend in Charleston and bad bad time to be driving long distance in that neck of the woods. They were having twenty dollar limits on gas at Jeez. gas stations and waiting in line. And one of them, they were two cars up next in line and the gas station ran out of gas. Oh uh, Rich.
1: That, that'd be heartbreaking. Well, I mean, what 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 if you just ran out of gas and like people were like, sorry, we don't have we don't have any gas for you. Like your car is just gonna have to stay here, I guess
2: oh man that would be awful i filled up gas yesterday most i've paid for gas since we started driving which to all the people really bitching and moaning about gas prices when we started driving tj it was four dollars a gallon you know like (laughs) uh, that's tough gas prices y'all
1: how quick we forget how
2: bad things were in 07 08
1: that 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 still doesn't make it like that doesn't make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside
2: yeah you're right but like this is the first time it's been over three dollars and long time and it's and we were
1: be... in, and we were in the great recession in 07 and 08
2: yeah so it was even worse
1: <laughs> times were tough but uh no like gas prices i wish they were lower but let's just make sure we at least have gas and i think we will and i think we are and i think things are getting yeah, back yeah. to normal so that
2: was good locally too it's I, i've seen it most places down to like 298 no,
1: oh, so. that, that's nice to hear uh, We we at times poke fun At the hyperbole, we're going to go to a break here in a moment But we like all those people And mm-hmm. uh, we're friendlies. Or I, I mean, we're friendly With the people that we've met there There are obviously people there that we have not met One, one that we have met is Bob Alvano And one that we like And one that uh, everybody who's met Will say is a great dude He announced, uh, or his family Announced that they have that he has stage four leukemia diagnosis and he was going through some stuff and it was really, really serious. Uh, The stage four was news and obviously not good news. And everybody here at big exports radio and Kentucky roll call is rooting for Bob. We're in your corner, Bob, We're you got this, you got a lot of support and I know that they know how challenging it's going to be, but if there's somebody that can take it on head on, it's Bob Alvano. So we're thinking about you Mm -hmm. and we care about you. And you got this, buddy. I think it's a good time to go to a break. This is KRC on here on Big Exports Radio, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back after this. that we'll throw that in the sauce liquid category. And you eat like a five-year-old with multiple allergies. (laughs) Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here (laughs) on Big X Sports Radio. Hey, if you're looking for a place that's great for your diet and your health, you want to know what you're putting in your body is good for your body and you're not going to have any issues whatsoever. That's our friends at Salsaritas. They've got two locations, Middletown and St. Matthew's. Middletown has a drive-thru. It is fresh. It is delicious. And, again, great for your health. That's Salsaritas. You can get a taco salad or maybe a burrito bowl if you want to go that way. Quesadillas, burritos, tacos, you name it. Salceritas has it. Download the app. It's going to save you money. Refer a friend. They'll get a free entree. You'll get ten dollars, two salsaritas. Who doesn't like free food? And then don't forget the wildly addictive chips. If you like a little spicy salsa, that's got a mm-hmm. kick to it. It is delicious. Love salsaritas, it. best Mexican in town. I, um, Great. I, for did the we body.
2: mention earlier this right. week that Kenny Mayne is saying Sayonara at Sports Center and ESPN?
1: Yeah, it's almost like I'm just like counting down the days till scott van pelt goes because it's just all the all the familiar faces last one out turn off seriously
2: because svp i think that makes him officially the only one left from the heyday right because yeah i don't i guess Gross was there towards the end of it and and maybe um stan verrett but for the most part like Maine was the last Maine and SVP, the last two big guys. And part of the reason why I like Kenny Maine, not only, uh, because he kind of taught me, like I didn't, he helped define what a dry sense of humor was for me, but also he's a big horse racing guy, loves horse racing. Uh, and would always do stuff. He'd show hammer and Hank's picks on ESPN yep. and sad, sad to see that his time is coming to a close. I think his last show was going to be next Thursday. So, um, yeah. Oh, man. Hate, hate to see Kenny Main go.
1: There are generations of now adults, all of which we fall under this category. And I did not hang out with Roush growing up, and I did not hang out with Justin growing up, where SportsCenter was just – it wasn't background noise because you were paying attention to it, but mm-hmm. like it was on the TV all the time for us. And I just remember Saturday mornings – like transitioning out of like a cartoon phase and then being like, all right, I'm switching it over to ESPN. And I don't care what sports center or go into college game day, whatever it may be. But there's a whole generation of people where sports center was a fixture on their television. And it is kind of sad to see those familiar. Yeah. And
2: go. do you do it? Do either of y'all have a particular sports center memory like is there one moment where you remember learning about it on sports center and that was just you couldn't take your eyes off of it i have one in mind i didn't know if you all had one
0: well you go
1: ahead and maybe it'll spark a memory in the back of this old
2: mine is the malice at the palace because it happened late on a Friday
0: oh,
1: night.
2: It happened late on a Friday night. We had like a jamboree at St. X that Saturday morning at 9 a.m. or something like that. I think it was the only basketball game we lost either my sixth or eighth grade year. I can't remember. To I think it was St. Rayfield. Dude, is your St. Rayfield or St. Martha? But um, man, that was. Uh, waking up and seeing that because you know you weren't gonna go like come on internet to watch videos that wasn't a thing and I was glued to the TV my dad had to be like come on time for the game let's go because I could not stop watching that fight unfold
1: yeah I'll never forget so Justin you were I think connecting there but he asked just if we have like a sports center memory that comes to mind like when we think of our childhood what is our sports center moment and he said malice at the palace that was uh we were that was back when my group of friends we would play poker every Friday night. We just had we just rotate what house we'd go to. So it was at my house that night, and we it, it felt like we were watching a video game, right? Roush. That was in like the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> yeah. peak, and it was like who's controlling these people? And like, oh my gosh, chill out! But it was real. It was totally and completely real. That's a great. That's a great callback. Justin, do you have any that comes to mind?
0: I I mean I can't think of anything better than that. Malice of the Palace was just it was such a big moment in all of our lives. Um, We all think back to our childhood and think of the mouth of the palace. I I can't think of anything better than that.
1: Yeah, that really was the, the, kind of the perfect answer. I I remember when Tubby left, I just couldn't like ESPN was going to be on my TV and Dick Vitale was calling us all nuts that we ran him out of town and uh, that we are, (laughs) our expectations are too high and all that stuff. Uh, There's, some truth to what he said but for the most part it was just him sticking up for a friend which by the way last uh yesterday was what let me do the math here real quick Twenty the 24th anniversary of tubby smith being hired at kentucky tubby was the man i hate that it didn't work out and it was time for people to kind of go in their separate ways it was a hell of a run but he was such a good dude, such mm-hmm. a good ambassador to the UK. That stuff matters. Billy Gillespie was the exact opposite, and then yep. Cal has come back, and he's a great ambassador for the program as well. It, it feels better when you got good people in charge. I, at the end of the day, I just want to win. For what it's worth, like if Billy Gillespie was winning, I wouldn't care. Um, but it, it does. It does. It's cooler. It, you know, that's where I went to school. I'm an alumni. It feels good that the the head of the basketball program has been good the two out of the last three times.
2: Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> I, I remember you mentioned the sports center when that happened. They were interviewing people on Minnesota's campus and it was they didn't burn couches on State Street, but it was the next closest thing. They were going wild up in Minnesota when Tubby went there.
1: A little surprised he couldn't get it going there at Minnesota.
2: Yeah, just only uh, had like a year or two where they were actually good. So uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, we got uh, a lot
1: of we got a lot of text to get to, so let's, let's jump to it. it. Te- Texture says Robert. Uh, hey, Robert. Tata announcing Wednesday. Wheeler announcing Thursday or Friday. That only leaves Bradley announcing. I think they mean Hardy announcing Saturday. I'm 100% go- going to get my hopes up.
2: To get my hopes up. Well, you know what? I said that. Okay, you kind of broke up a little bit of mine. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's have me I been or breaking, you. It,
1: have, yeah. It's probably me. Have I been breaking up a lot?
2: Uh, you know, yeah. Decent amount. Just a little, a little here and there. Um, you know, oh. just a couple words at a time. Um, but hey, I'll I'll get my hopes up too. Jane Hardy, come on down. Uh another texture says, catching up on a podcast, hearing TJ on Wednesday say, He shouldn't be shooting at all. In reference to wheel reminds me of Jay Farrow's Stephen A. Skit. Mario Thomas should not have arms to shoot the ball. <laughs> Oh, which by the way there's a Stephen a smith he did a podcast with uh kyle Brandt, and it's fascinating just because you only see Stephen a in what it, it was just it was weird to see him in a different setting and talking about growing up in poverty in new york city and where he's come from to where he is now Like I you you I can respect the hell out of Stephen A's game. He he grinded to get to where he can be the hot take entertaining machine of ESPN.
1: I do think that that like a lot of those people that are just like personalities, I think if they I think they can just turn it off and they're like normal good folk. But like, you know, they're a character. It's a they're it's yeah. They're getting paid to be entertainment, so they're being entertained entertaining I do think I do think we'd be surprised by how many people we may be annoyed with where if you just actually like spoke with them or got to know them as a real person and not as a sports personality we would probably like a lot of people yeah, a lot yeah more, you yeah know? like
2: they're just normal humans but it was funny because he went from like throughout the questions he would kind of turn it off and on and when asked about max Kellerman he you know he he turned it back and on he's like Max Kellerman, he's too smart for his own good. The problem is when he makes a point, he makes everybody's point, and you already forget what the darn thing is. You know, oh, it was, it was great. Uh, I love just his his job is just putting Max Kellerman in a body bag, and I love to see it. Absolutely love to see it.
1: A Texter says... Hunter Salas dropped from 7th all the way to 33rd in the rival's final ranking. Seems waiting for Washington was a blessing in disguise. Hey, or maybe the crazy UK fans did us a favor, Roush. <laughs> Bullet dodged. Woo! We did it. Good job. In, in all seriousness, 7th to 33 is crazy. That's That's a... I, I don't know if I can ever remember anything like that in the final rankings well and that that is that is that is, uh, that is really wild so in football it doesn't
2: happen like that at the top as much it'll happen kind of in the middle and following football UK recruiting I would be like well the UK guys you know they gotta knock them down a notch to, uh, because they're the, they're not the name brand but like Gonzaga that's not that's not the case here. Because the Gonzaga is a big deal. Now, granted, they don't, I'm sure Gonzaga traffic isn't lighting up the other side, but I don't think that's a brand bias or anything. That's, I think that's just scouts telling it like it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, imagine if that was the Kentucky, like that was kind of who we were in on, on point guard. Uh, That would be scary and we'd all be losing our minds, but we got us the tie tie and we're uh, happy, happy about it. Uh, What do we got next? (laughs)
2: Gosh, Terry. Uh, Texter says, assuming we get we are Dante Allen might be looking at fewer minutes than last season. Won't be an issue if we're winning, but kind of funny.
1: I, I don't think that's necessarily the true because Dante Allen's going to get better too. Yeah, I like he, uh, he he's going to be a better player. Now that
2: I, I would say too, Terry, that having C.J. Frederick would probably do more to take away his minutes than adding Wheeler, though, you know?
1: No, no, I I do agree with you. The Wheeler stuff, that only helps Dante. That's not going to take away minutes from him. But I I think it's going to probably be just a, you're going to have Wheeler play a lot. Ty Ty's going to play a lot. Grady's going to play a lot. And then your first reserve between Frederick and Dante, it's probably going to be both are going to get chances and whoever makes the most of those opportunities. So if the folks that were freaking out that, ooh, Dante would miss a shot and then come back and get lost on defense and Cal would yank him, if you didn't like that, it's probably going to be good for you this year too because Cal's going to even have more options of people to go to. So, mm-hmm. So I guess I'm kind of talking myself into a green with the texture, but I do think Dante Allen's going to get plenty of chances and I think he's going to take advantage of him I think he's going to have a better season and I do ultimately think he'll get more minutes than he got last year but there will be some games where I think Cal's going to sit him on the bench and and if he doesn't take advantage of those opportunities Roush then you lost it for that game you're not going to get it back probably
2: right right just just uh, my
1: just my opinion but we'll see
2: call it now who's Kentucky's leading scorer next year who's it going to be Terry
1: grady put it in stone
2: i I was going to say the same too because the thing with grady is he may not have as many huge games but he's going to be good for 12 points every night no matter what
1: totally totally couldn't have said it better myself this is a guy that averaged 17 points four straight years besides his first year he was the focal point of davidson he got the attention of the defense now they're not going to be able to do that for him at Kentucky. So, yes, he's not going to get as many shots and he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as he's used to, but things are going to come so much easier to him. And I think this is a player that's been waiting for things to come a little bit easier. Yes, the level of competition will be a little bit better on a night in night out basis, but he he won't be the focal point for the most part. Or, or maybe he eventually will turn into that. But I think you can lock him in to, like, 14 points a game. And, and I'd feel pretty good about that.
2: Yeah. And, and I would also add that. So like he does not, like he can, he can weather a bad shooting night and find other ways to score, you know? Uh, so that that's where I, I'm totally confident that he's end up going to be the, the leading scorer for Kentucky next
1: season. Ju- uh, Justin, do you have a opinion on the first one to, or that the leading scorer for Kentucky?
0: Yeah, I was just sitting here thinking. I I mean, I think y'all probably nailed it with Grady. Uh, But if I was going to go anyone else outside the box, I would go either Damian Collins or Sheboy.
1: I'd be shocked if it was Collins. Sheboy, maybe just from a garbage standpoint, but he's going to need to get a little bit better with his touch where I think Kentucky's going to feel comfortable throwing it to the block Consistently for him, I do think he's going to get a lot of garbage points, though. So that's that's going to add up. He'll have some games. I think he's got twenty points. I think some he'll just have six. So that's an interesting take, Justin. Collins yeah. would shock would shock me, but maybe he just turns into a freak too. Who, who knows?
0: I just think, yeah, I think Shibue will have some of those big points games that kind of levels out the average. But I really think I don't know what it is about Damian Collins, but for me, he's a he is the guy on next year's team. That flies under the radar. He's the guy nobody's talking about that everybody should be talking about. I mean, we mention him, but it's never like a guaranteed start or anything. I think he's really going to come into Kentucky and, and break into his own.
1: He had, a, he had a mixed Iverson classic. So, like, people were just blown away by his measurements and his athleticism and some of, like, some of the dunks he had and the blocks he had. But then the the knock on him was like, yeah, this kid still has a long way to go from being a basketball player standpoint. And Roush, it scared me a little bit. I know he's a much better shooter, but I, I kind of just reading some of these reports got like slight Marcus Lee vibes of like, oh, freak athlete, just will it, will it come together with his basketball game? He has a better touch than Lee. He can actually shoot threes like for real, not just goofy. Um, but I'm a little – I think stonks are a little lower on Collins coming out of Memphis than they were going in. I still, you know, the the thing about Collins. The
2: the
1: thing I the thing I love about Collins, though, with the way the front court's shaped up, that's fine. Take your time. If if it's not till February, that's fine. You're not going to rely on him nearly as much. Similar to an Isaiah Jackson bowl, the only issue was Kentucky wasn't winning. So while you're waiting on Jackson, and he eventually did come around, and he was a freak. But Kentucky lost all along the way, and then they lost even after he kind of came into his own too. So it wasn't all Jackson's fault. But Collins is going to be able to take his time.
2: Texter says the roster is very deep. A couple guys just aren't going to get minutes. Most likely candidates are Ware and Allen.
1: Yeah, I feel bad for Ware. Ware just needs to stick it. Like Ware, and yeah. same with Allen. Like junior year, you all, you all could be big parts of this team. Oh, now, well,
2: Derek Willis. Yeah, know, just
1: just or... hang hang on one more year. Big Alan's going yeah. to get his opportunities where I, I I don't know how many minutes he's going to get.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch some tie tie game film tonight. Conclusion We've heard of dame time, but we need to get ready for tie time. <laughs> Dude turns to another game at the end of games. Side note Tide won the game, but him versus Palo. Sheesh. Palo is so smooth. Suck it, Duke. That's from JT. I like yeah. Tide time. I'm a big fan of that one. That uh, that that looks good on in a tweet. You know,
1: oh, I'm so big. I'm JT. That that that's we're, getting. We're doing yeah. it. <laughs> you did it. You did it, buddy. <laughs> and for fans of the challenge, Tony time. That's an awesome, hilarious thing. So yeah, I'm in on Tide time
2: texture uh, texter says, at what age should people start to get a bit worried about not being married yet, i.e. raising kids and having family? How many kids, Max, do
1: you all want? I, like, Hold on hold, on, hold on, hold okay. on, hold on, hold on. Let's all on the count of three say the age that we think you should start being worried if you're not married. Okay? okay. okay. So, Justin, on the count of three, one, two, three, 35. 40. Okay. Wow. What
2: did Justin say?
1: 40. I said 40.
2: I said 42. Yeah.
1: So 40, 40, and 35 were the numbers we gave you. And the thing is, being worried is only if you are worried about that. There are people who don't care to get married. You shouldn't worry about it. You're fine. Go live your life and be happy. But I'm thinking if you like want to settle down and by 35 or 40, you're not, yeah, you know, it's at mm-hmm. least from the family aspect, I think your clock's really ticking at that point.
2: Right, right, right. And uh, what's Max? Do you have a Max
1: kids? Do you have a cap, Terry? I I want two. I'd be okay with three. Anything more than three, and I probably I I won't be a fun person to be around.
2: Five's five's probably my cap. I would I would prefer not to get up to five because then five then then travel becomes kind of a seriously. How do you do it? I mean, you can fit five into you know. You can only
0: have six. You can only have six in a hotel room, though. So keep that in mind.
2: Oh, you can (laughs) lie, Justin. You can lie, you sucker. Texture says, happy Friday, fellas. It's a great day to have a great day. It's also a great weekend to have a great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. See, I might've started a little bit down. Like, what do I have to look forward to? We're fired up. We're ready to rock and roll. Just needed a little while to get the grindstone sharpened. Shay here turned on KR stream yesterday at a random point. First thing I hear Justin say is I'm a big bottom guy, but the girl at work got down to the last and I was done with it. Oh, wow. I don't know if did did Justin say no, all of that? That, that? All that?
1: Yeah, because we were. Shay, Shay is a hundred percent correct.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we that was when we were talking about the drumsticks. Oh my gosh. I was cracking <laughs> up. I, I was yeah. It, it,
1: it, I was like little thirteen year old TJ for a second, listening to Justin say that sentence, and I was just I I felt guilty. <laughs> I felt guilty how much it tickled me. Um, by the way, Shay, I, I know you've been wedding honeymoon. Roush was just crushing you, man. Like crushing yeah, you big yeah, time. Yeah. So go back and listen to that because I want to hear what you got to say about it. Uh, Shay here again. I'm back. Sorry for the double text, but I can't tolerate Terry's slanderous dipping sauce talk. The definitive rankings of sauces goes Cane's, Roosters, Carolina Gold. Gross. Oh, Charlie's Honey Mustard. Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue. Five, uh, or his number five, Good Old Fashioned Hidden Valley Ranch. Ketchup is uh, solidly ranked at nine in the sauce world. Suck it, TJ. Wow,
2: I do like the Roosters Carolina Gold, but
1: um, what a, what a horrible list,
2: yeah. And I don't, I like, re- I really well, only do ranch whenever it's really spicy, you know, like, and I do a little something to, to cool it down some. Uh,
1: that's for cowards, what you just said. And secondly, uh, Shay, that's almost as embarrassing as not letting wedding guests watch a derby, hypothetically, of course, right? Right, right. Uh, suck it,
2: Shay. Good morning, guys. And happy Friday. Here's your weekly Michael Williams update. Ooh, our friend from Columbus, Georgia. He played his final high school spring game last night against another team and recorded seven sacks. Yes, I know it was just a spring game, but still impressive. Uh, Also, just to clarify that I'm not some weird dude that follows a 17-year-old's every move. I am his wrestling coach. Oh, have a great weekend, guys. Harbaugh can still suck it.
1: Wow, you got a a source there, Roush. Oh, man, but,
2: but seriously, why don't you... (laughs) <laughs> let's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to slot in these DMs here, Texter. Let's get some Michael
1: Williams scoop. Let's yeah. let's let's stir it up. Seven sacks? That's just kind of embarrassing at that point for the offensive line. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. Seven sacks. That's good yeah. stuff.
2: Oh, speaking of hilarious, Udonis Haslem playing f- his first game of the year he, he hits two shots and is ejected within five minutes. That's how a 40-year-old should play basketball. I hit my two shots, and now I'm going to p- start a fight with Dwight Howard. I'm out. It sounds awesome. Three yeah. minutes, by the way. Three. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Just three.
1: <laughs> you know that had been on like his mind. Oh, he was I, just I, waiting know, for it. Yeah, I want this. You know, I, he knew what he was doing. A texture says I was delivering packages around French Lick seven years ago. The cicadas were so numerous you could hear them crunch under your tires driving the streets. That's that's awesome. from Steve. I, I remember back. the cicadas very well. It was a uh, we're in for a nightmare. It's going to be hilarious.
2: Ah, loved it. What Wo- love it?
1: Hate it? All of the
2: above? Suck it, cicadas?
1: I just. Don't know if Lexington got as bad as Louisville. I can only speak for Louisville. But like, folks, if you're new to Louisville or you've never done these cicadas, it, it's 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 worse than you're thinking. I'll say that. Like, it is hilarious how bad it is. <laughs> like, you will walk to your car, and when you get in your car, you'll have cicadas on you. Mm. They're they are everywhere. Mm, I TJ mean, TJ fear
2: mongering like, with cicadas.
1: Gladly, They're it's going to get bad, but you know they're harmless. Well, harmless unless like your tree or a plant or brushes garden
2: mmm suck it, cicadas you all are about the same age as me my freshman year at uk was cal's first year so yeah same age as terry so that being said what was your best or favorite coupon food deal you exploited as a college student the bogo canes coupons and the mad mush free cheese stick day from those coupon books were heavily utilized but the biggest one was fazoli's fill out the satisfaction survey on the receipt you get a free popsicle with the purchase of a drink. You could keep doing it forever because you got another survey each time. Student drink was only a dollar and unlimited breadsticks. It was great. Whole meal for a buck.
1: Man, I did not know that deal. That where is incredible. The, where the hell were you when I was in college, pal? Sheesh, we were, the, we were a, the same class at UK. We did we did K night together or K week together. Sheesh.
2: Man, what a great deal! I was a five dollar student special. You know, like that was the. Uh, <laughs> that, that that was the go-to to, but same, same man game. i did not uh, i did could, not that, you know that that. You, that, is inc- that is an incredible deal
1: mm-hmm. what do we got next ask chin if he knows trevor Well, we can ask him if he knows coach stoop's nickname oh that's a that's a good idea
2: john here good friday morning to all i think the vacation ideal justin has is a darn good one haslam only lasted under three minutes in his season day debut but it did spark the heat and they got the win i believe this will be some of the best playoff season series in NBA history this season. I think this NBA season has been better than the last season of the NFL. What do you guys think? No. It's, no. Come on. No. NFL regular season greater than NBA.
1: It, NFL season was awesome too, John. Like Brady sadly dominated with the Bucks. Rodgers and the Packers were dominating. It, this was a fun NFL season season. It was a really fun I mean it was that was that felt like the most normal I know we didn't have crowds, but NFL season was great. Uh, this NBA season well just give me to the playoffs. Playoffs should be good. You're right about that.
2: Uh Texture says my sports center moment was Pujols leaving St. Louis for the Angels, which hey, ten years ago now.
1: You want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. No, it well it, it was ten wow, you're probably right. I was at that game he hit the eye in the Big Mac. You remember that?
2: No, I do not. So they had I that sign.
1: Either. Oh, Justin, I thought you would. Jeez, but they had that sign out in left field that it was like the McDonald's sign and it said Big Mac, and uh, I think they they think they maybe got it there when McGuire was there. But anyways, it's like an iconic mm-hmm. sign, and I know they're at a new stadium now too. But anyways, uh, Pool said a home run and he hit the eye and the Big Mac, and the and the lights went out. And, oh, and it was, that's awesome! It, it was,
2: it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, one texture says, "What's the most amount of beers you could funnel? Funnel three my freshman year spring break, and I thought my stomach was going to violently explode. Yeah, that's too much liquid. Your stomach's not built for that much at once.
0: I did four once. Oh man, me Good and my you. Da- me and my dad were having a competition. I did two, he upped me and did three, so I had to do four. But then it was all beer that came out. So I'm I don't sure. know if it counts. Yeah. So
1: I you like." You, you mean like you pour four beers in a funnel and then you funnel the beer correct that's nuts i i never did quantity on funnels i think you know i i shot i shotgunned tall boys several times but i don't i think our thing was just how quickly you could get a can down yeah not yeah. not how not how much you could get down at one time
2: same same huh. Uh but i've definitely done two before and then like even had you know where people start pouring a little bit of liquor in there and you're like okay guys stop like I, oh my this gosh. is yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, here's a little bourbon too. Like, I'm good. No. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, funnels. The good old days. The good old days. But hey, it's gonna be a good old weekend. We got the preakness tomorrow, last day of NBA regular season with basketball games. We yeah, got show
1: plans go. and we're gonna get a wheeler we'll get a wheeler commitment too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Wheeler. I hardly knew him.
0: Uh... <laughs> Who's winning preakness, Nick?
2: Uh, one of the Bafferts. I'll probably bet concert tour. Right. It'll be at like five to two, but still, winners. Medina winners, Spirit. Winners. The,
1: tri- the the triple crown lives on. Everybody have a good weekend. Stay safe. This is Kentucky roll call and big roll Sports roll Radio. Walker, Nick Rouse Justin Taylor.